welcome to episode 96 of Divided by Werewolves. We, are, we have successfully breached the month of May. Mm. Uh, we're still living. We're st- <laughs> Time is weird, man. It's like March took forever, <laughs> April flew by, and now it's, right. uh, you know, whatever. It's <laughs> Who knows? Exactly. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? I don't. Maybe yeah. somebody else does. I know. Um, so we had a weird. Uh, we didn't. <laughs> I don't know, but so so the way this so here's how the the breakdown of if you're like, hey, how does divided by werewolves as an enterprise run? Um, so <laughs> Mitch Mitch handles like Facebook stuff because um, I'm not on. I don't book face, um, and then I'll use the Twitter account for. Uh, posting about the show, and I'd, I think it's safe to say you're more on on the Twitter the the, the show's Twitter account. Uh, I'm yes. definitely more on my own personal Twitter account. Um, but we both missed the fact that. Uh, well, why don't you say it? Because you noticed it. And yeah, I, didn't. I I yeah, I was blown away. I could not believe. So like I, I we got a notification that somebody followed us, and so what I tend to do with the show's Twitter account is when we get those notifications, I'll log in and then I'll just follow that person back. Because, you know, it, with networking and, and trying to get as many people exposed to, to werewolves as possible, I, I tend to do more follow for follow on sure. that account than I ever would my personal account. And obviously, I think, you know, you'd feel the same way. Yeah. And so somebody followed us like out of the blue and I got on there and over uh, – like Easter and like a week or two before Easter, uh, I happened to, to see that, uh, Lloyd Kaufman Mm -hmm. had responded to a tweet or two. And then literally on Easter wished us to have wished us a happy Easter at divided by worlds. And I was like, that has to be a fan account or some fake stuff. Right. And so I go to the account and it has the Twitter check Mark. Yep. And like it's literally Lloyd Kaufman mm-hmm. wishing us a happy Easter. And and the fact that I didn't notice it until a week or two or maybe even three or four weeks later. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, who the fuck do we think we are? Right. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, like, we can ignore the fact yeah. that Uncle Lloyd mm-hmm. was wished us a happy Easter. <laughs> like, but yeah, and then I, w- I was supposed to bring it up on the show last week, and I completely fucking forgot because, again, I drink a lot. <laughs> and uh, and uh, not that it's not important to me because I, I fucking geeked the fuck out yep. when I noticed it. Like, I posted it everywhere. I responded to them on, on the account. Like, I could not believe it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and while – I'm not going to sit here, but like, if he does listen to our show, I can only assume he thinks we're somebody else <laughs> or something like that. But, but Someone infinitely better. Right. But only off chance that Lloyd fucking uncle Lloyd listens to our show. Thank you so much, sir. We are honored. We are humbled. Yep. Uh, and happy fucking Easter belated Easter. Yep. Yep. And it's funny because you mentioned like we, we, uh, we uh, you know, the, the, um, uh, the, the the cursed films um, series on Shutter, which mm. um, we've kind of both watched differing episodes um, on. He, Uncle Lloyd plays a pretty big part in the Twilight Zone uh, mm. episode, okay. 
uh, particularly, you know, talking about safety on sets and how, you know, at the end of the day, like we're making movies, like it's, it's great. We love them and they're, they're art and they're important, but it's not worth somebody getting hurt. And it's certainly not worth somebody dying. Um, and, and it's funny because he's, he's in, he's, they're shooting a movie and he's in, he's in drag and, and there's some, some interns kind of, kind of scooting past and he's like, don't run, don't run. <laughs> and I was like, you know, and it was just kind of like, you know, he's, you know, he, he, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was kind of interesting to see, to get his take on that particular episode, which is a very, uh, rough episode to watch. Yeah. Cause you're saying you don't know. So, so we watch, I, there's, I, yeah, we, I haven't. I didn't watch them in order. I kind of. I've well, kind of been watching. Well, they don't show them in order. That's the thing that's weird. If you say, because that's what happened to me, is I went to Shutter and I, uh, and I said, oh yeah, let me start this up, and it starts up with the Twilight Zone one, and I was like, no, I don't want to watch the Twilight Zone one first. I want to watch, you know, the from the beginning, because right. there's five of them. There's The Exorcist, um, The mm. Omen, um, <laughs> Poltergeist, The Crow, mm-hmm. and then um, uh, the Twilight Zone. Right, um, and the the Twilight the 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 first three you know they kind of get into other things aside like like for example the one about the Omen they kind of get into like hey if you're making a movie about Satanism and kind of negative yeah black yeah, magic, yeah you're in you know might be bringing black magic into your life whatever that type of thing and then like the the, the Poltergeist kind of got into just how you know people the, the concept of cursed films and things um, mm. and then. You know, the crow and the um, Twilight Zone were more of a kind of a breakdown of like what actually happened because of what had happened. And those two were way more of a gut punch. Yeah, dude. Um, Like, out of everything, like the two that I haven't seen are are Twilight Zone and Poltergeist. I've seen, I watched Exorcist first and Omen. And then I went to Crow because that was kind of the one I was the most interested in. Mm hmm. but I had also heard that it was like heartbreaking and like kind of hard to get through and stuff like that. And yeah, it, uh, that absolutely checks out. Like it was. Yeah. I, I mean, the poltergeist one is, is tough because, um, oh, and I forget her name. The, 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 Oh, Carol Ann. Yeah. yeah. She passed away during filming. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, and they're talking to the director and he's like, I didn't want to keep making this movie. Yeah, um, yeah. Like the studio was like, no, we got. Like, money I know it. that story. I haven't yeah. seen that episode yet, but I absolutely could see why that would be tough. But like everything that I, you know, what I had heard about how Brandon Lee died on set was not. Yes, exactly. What had happened? Yep. Um, it it was I it was heartbreaking, but also like shocking and kind of eye opening because I had always heard it was the scene when he's walking across the table, and. I had no idea that it the scene that it happened in. See, and I had heard that it was that scene, but I thought it was that that something had like in the blank that there was like a like a cap or a wad or something in the blank that had come mm. loose, not that there was an actual like round. So so essentially mm-hmm. what happened without spoiling it is uh they they had had a a gun it was like a dummy bullet and they they filmed that shown getting put in the gun and then when it came out it actually like the the round itself got loose and got lodged in the gun, mm-hmm. and so then when they put the rat the 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 um the blank in, there's still enough force, and they actually mm-hmm. showed they had the, a guy do it where he showed like okay yeah. I'm gonna put it in and then I'm gonna put the round you know the blank in and it's enough to go through plywood and go through, um, mm-hmm. but the Twilight Zone one 
is rough to watch in part because they have, you know, the footage from the accident. Mm. And, well, the, the crow was kind of the same way though, right? Like I didn't need to see the Polaroids from like, I was like, you could have just said it and it would have been like, fuck. Cause I love that movie. Like it's one of my, when I saw it at the time, it, you know, in high school, it was my favorite movie. Like I, I watched the theater like three times and I will say not to get off, kind of get off course, but, uh, I've owned the Blu-ray that came out a few years ago for a while now mm-hmm. and had, I had not seen it so much to the fact that it was still in the shrink wrap. Yeah. And we, we opened it, uh, last weekend and my God, man, that Blu-ray, it's not 4k. It's just, but I put it in, in my regular PS4 not even like, you know, like an, uh, a PS4 pro or like whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, I just popped it into my PS4 and I don't know what they did for that Blu-ray release, but it was like watching that movie for the first time. Oh, really? It, is fucking gorgeous on that. Like you can get it for like five or 10 bucks. Right. Like now it's like this regular bare bones Blu-ray release. It's not shout factory. It's not arrow. It's like this regular, you can get it at Walmart for $5 in the $5 bin Uh Blu-ray. But you know, like I said, I bought the 4k TV, but my PS4 does nothing. Right. You know, with that, it's just, and we sat here and watched it and I was like, I didn't say anything at first. And finally, it got to the scene where, like, uh, Eric had come out of the grave and mm-hmm. was, it went back to the house, was painting up stuff. And I was like, that I, awesome this, sound, that awesome song in the background, which, yes. actually, uh, yeah, anyway. Oh, that fucking, I think it's a cure song for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that, the, the soundtrack, good God, we're not even getting into that. But, yeah. uh, but just, I was sitting here watching it and I was like, this, I saw this in the theater at least. Two times, maybe three. It didn't look uh, that good. <laughs> this has never looked this good. Yeah. Like ever. Yeah. And I just sat here like my eyes were just like, I was fucking, I was blown away by it. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, like that's a whole different tangent, but yeah, like well, I, thing, you know, the, the thing about the Twilight Zone episodes, like when I say they have, like they actually have the footage of the accident. Yeah. And I'm that's like, the, I think I, that uh, and I've I don't never, know how necessary that is. I I don't either, but I I've never seen it, and I'm like, holy shit! Like those, like that, like you see Vic Morrow carrying the kids in the water, mm. and then next thing you know, there's a helicopter down, mm. and I I was like, that, see, that's right where he like, and yeah, and the same thing like with the Polaroids of Brandon Lee, like that they showed in that episode. I was like, I, I yeah. Like I, I've heard the stories and like they're disturbing enough. I don't know that I needed to see that. Yeah. Um, even for the sake of a documentary style series about you right. know movies with finger quote cursed right things going on like that that to me is a little exploitive. I, I mean maybe not. Yeah. Like maybe in, for the sake of of documentary style stuff. Right. But like. Yeah, I just don't know that I need to see it. Right. And so it'll be interesting for me how I feel about the poltergeist when I think knowing that going yeah. into it. Yeah. But anyway, um, Uncle Lloyd, but yeah. he's, he's a big, uh, he's a proponent <laughs> of safety on set, as he should be. Uh, and it's cool if, if you're listening or you listen or whatever. Like, it's fucking great. Like, 
I mean, yeah, not, not to take anything away from anybody else who listens, but it's just like, you know, right. Well, I, mean, I mean, come on. Man. I don't it's know how you feel about trauma, but fuck, I fucking I kind of cut my teeth on trauma. And like when I was in high school and like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and it's still still to this day, like whenever anything they do, like return to Newcomb High volume one and two. Come on, son. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's uh, it's an acquired taste. But like, yeah, but one I, of my favorite movies, yeah. Slither. I mean, the James Gunn, right? I mean, and that, right? that, that yeah. trauma style. Yeah. And he kind of came. He, Trump, right? yeah, yeah, I mean, Slither is one of my favorite movies. The thing's fucking right. great. Um, yep. But um, yeah, just the idea that Lloyd Kaufman has ever listened to even a single episode of our show is like, even if he doesn't, even if he started listening, was like, this is not at all who I thought it was. <laughs> right. right exactly. <laughs> He's like, wait, this isn't James Gunn. Yeah. Fucking shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this noise. I'm out. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, you, you said you've been playing a bunch of games. That can't be right. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. What a what a wacky time to be alive in quarantine and shit, or not quarantined as I have not been. But yeah, uh, I have been playing new games that are not Destiny. Oh, what uh, what have you been playing? Okay, so uh, so, and I I I hesitate to call the Switch a handheld uh, instead of a traditional console, but. I'm going to forego Switch talk for just a second uh, to talk about traditional console stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, I reinstalled Red Dead Redemption 2 yeah. on the Xbox One. Uh, thought I was further into it than I was. Oh, really? Yeah. I I thought, uh, I don't know, like I've seen so much gameplay of that game and so many things. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and, and I was like... <laughs> And then I booted the game up, and it was like, your last save was February 9th, 2019. And I was like, oh. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. And then and then I, I went on a mission last night, or, or a couple of days ago, and it was like, you need to hunt this bear with this old man. And first, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, bro, I am like, I'm still in the fucking prologue, and I had no idea. It's still teaching me shit. <laughs> So, yeah, but it's a Rockstar game, so it's going to be teaching you <laughs> stuff for, no, you know... I know, but Forever. Still, be like, the credits will be rolling, and they'll be like, here's how you sprint. You're like, got here's it. Here's how you that. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so I thought I was further along than I was, but anyway, so last night, um, or night before last, I bought a horse. Oh. I took a horse to a, a barn and, and sold it, and... Uh, thinking that I was going to get a better horse or even a, like an on par horse. And, and I took the money that they gave me for my big black stallion and bought a shitty horse for $15. Cause that's mm-hmm. the only one I could afford. And then I went and hunted a bear with an old man mm-hmm. who assured me that he wanted to hunt this bear. And then the bear attacked and he hid behind a rock while I almost <laughs> fucking died. So that was fun. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm playing that, and uh, and I'm playing that because I I stumbled upon a uh, article on the internet that was like things about Red Dead Redemption Two that you may not know, and one of the things that I may not know was that there is like a Nosferatu vampire mm. that you can hunt, which I never I came like, across that either. So I was like, well, you're motherfucking right. I want to hunt Nosferatu and Red Dead Redemption. Uh, so. That was the inspiration. 
Yes, to reinstall. Uh, so I'm doing that, but um, I bought a I bought a few Switch games, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 back on my Switch bullshit here lately. So I got uh, I got I don't know if it's Damon Cross Machina or Damon oh. X Machina. Uh huh. Well, it's Deus Ex Machina, so I would kind of think it'd be X. You know, like the phrase is Deus Ex Machina. So I yeah, would yeah. think it'd be X too, but who knows? So, so yeah, so I refer to it as Damon X Machina. Um, it's the the Met game mm-hmm. that they released. It's, it's a Switch exclusive, and uh, I had it basically. I wanted a new Switch game, and I had narrowed because I get an itch sometimes. Sure. You know, to like, oh, I want a new PS4 game, or I want something to play on this thing that I've kind of neglected for a while, right. even though I have the shit to play on it. Right, right. That I've not been playing, right? But I want something new, mm-hmm. and so, and so, like, I had a fifty dollars Amazon gift card, and and I was looking at Astral Chain and Damon X Machina, right? And uh, Astral Chain was sixty dollars, and Damon X Machina was fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. So I ended up getting it for three dollars out of my pocket. Right. So I so if I Damon X, so I went Damon. And uh, the other thing was though, I watched reviews and stuff, and, mm-hmm. and the one review that I watched of Damon X Machina, uh, kind of related it to um, Armored Core. Uh-huh. Uh That's all I needed to know. Like that's all I needed right. to hear. I was sold because I played the fuck out of Armored Core on the PS1, the PS2. Like that was like, I'm not into anime, mm-hmm. but I love big monsters and I love big robots. And it, and if you give me the opportunity to build my own big robot or big monster, you, you you've got my attention. Right. So, uh, Damon X Machina is very much, um, like kind of a current gen armored core in that, uh, you start the game in, I think they call them arsenals. I really mm-hmm. can't remember whatever the robots are called. But you do missions and uh, you just basically blow shit up. And then you can, depending on what kind of shit you're blowing up, you can scavenge the corpse to pick different parts. And then you go back to the, the central hub and you can then um, add those scavenged parts to your arsenal mm-hmm. uh, or sell them for money in order to buy better stuff for your arsenal. And so I'm not super deep into it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm a few hours in at this point. The, the There's a story and it's very anime. Right. And I'm very uninterested. Like I don't care. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't give a shit. The story uh, kind of unfolds via a few cut scenes so far, but primarily through these like, these text like chains. Oh yeah. It's like, it's like a, an anime drawing of, of a character's head. Yeah. And then there's voice acting, but like, it's like this block that shows their text and yeah. then you can hit the button to make them hurry the fuck up. Yeah. And I that, just, that sounds I fun. Fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> right. Like I, uh, all I, all I want to do is get to the next part of the game where I get to take my mech that I've meticulously like, set color schemes right and right and emblems on and all that shit the shit that i care about right and i can go, i can blow up other shit and then uh steal their shit to add to my shit right uh but it's very much uh, uh armored core only on the switch like because i remember 
uh, when I was working at the textile mill in Roanoke, uh, I worked four in the afternoon until midnight. Mm. So I would go, I would get off. Like I'd never been a night owl person. Like even when I worked till midnight by one o'clock, I was asleep. Right. I I wasn't going to be up for the next eight hours and then sleep all day until it was time to get up. Like I'm awake during the day. Right. And, uh, so, so I would, I would get off work, go to bed and then get up at like nine or so and then play final fantasy seven or, uh, symphony of the night or armored core one or two on the mm-hmm. PS one. I'm to go to work. And like, this kind of reminds me of that. And it's perfect on the switch. Right. Because I can sit here and do one or two missions in an hour. Right. Or an hour and a half, then put it down. Right. Like, I'll, I'll do the missions. They're quick missions, at least so far from where I am. Uh, they're quick missions. You, you know, you, you, you beat the shit out of everything. You see what you get. You go to the garage. You upgrade your mech. Then I put it down. Mm-hmm. And then next day I play it, you know, I might do the same thing again. But it's like they're, they're pretty quick missions, but they're fun. And you fly around. You blow up shit. And you shoot everything. And uh, I, I never played the demo. So, like, my first you know, kind of experience with the game was literally, uh, watching a review that said it was like armor core. And, and I don't know if that may have influenced the way I play it or not. Right. But that is very much how I've been playing it. Like my memories of armored core, I've kind of been playing this game the same way. Right. Uh, but I think it's fucking great. Is there like an online part to it? Like where you have to be online or is it there? There is there, there are like different missions. So like there are like, free missions which are like online kind of things that you can do by yourself or online and then there's uh, something i don't forget what they call them like they call them something else the other missions that are basically the story missions mm-hmm. but the free missions are basically like uh you can do them over and over and you can do them alone or you can have you can play online and i'm guessing like as you progress it may behoove you to do them online because i'm guessing they get harder Gotcha. But they're kind of free roam kind of things where they basically put you in a battle arena against a, a various a, different enemies. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm, I, you know, my assumption is once you get to some certain point, you'll go up against these harder enemies, but they give you better shit once you loot their corpses. Right. And, and it's, it would be better to do that with help versus by yourself. Right. Um, uh, like kind of like the dark zones and like uh division and stuff like that. Right. Right. Um, but I, you know, I don't know that I'll ever do any of that. I, because so far there's like, it's like there's an auto locking, uh, mechanic to it. Mm-hmm. So you don't really have to aim. Right. Just kind of have to fly into the vicinity of, of enemies. Right. And, and you just kind of keep shooting them and dodging their shots and eventually they'll die. It's not quickly all mm-hmm. the time. Right. Uh, especially with the harder enemies, but you know, I don't know that I'll ever get into that cause I don't, I don't do online on the switch. Right. Uh, I, I'm hoping that I'll be able to stumble forward, you know, throughout the entirety of my experience with the game. Cause it's not hard. Like, right. and, I'm, and there's difficulty, uh, thing to, to choose from. It's, it's, and I, and I heard, I read that in the review and stuff. It's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's not a difficult game. Mm-hmm. Like your enjoyment of it is going to come from how much you appreciate or enjoy building your arsenal and 
you know, there, there are multiple loadouts that you could pick and stuff like that. So like it's, it's, it's deep, mm-hmm. but at the same time, not overly difficult. So right. you could, you could just play with the same arsenal and loadout the whole time and keep changing it and get through it. Gotcha. So, gotcha. But it's fucking great. I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Oh, cool. Very good. Um, anything else? Uh, yeah, uh, a couple of things. So I bought Streets of Rage, Streets of Rage Four. Oh, okay. How's that? It was like, it's like a thirty dollar game, but it was like ten or fifteen percent off if you pre ordered on Switch. Uh, I've never played Streets of Rage before, mm-hmm. like any game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew what it was. It was like the Genesis version of Final Fight, but I was an SNES kid. Right. So like I was Final Fight till I die. Right. Uh, so I've never played Streets of Rage. Um, but I saw the art style of mm-hmm. this one and like I was interested in it. And then the reviews were all like super positive and like right. it was like unanimously like, oh my God, the return of the beat em up and stuff. It's like I, a lot. And I, I didn't kind of realize it until I, I really thought about it. But a lot of my 16 bit gaming, uh, you know, like what I did during the SNES era and stuff like that was beat em ups. Right. There's like Knights of the Round, uh, beat 'em ups, and and um, I don't know what you call them, like side scrolling shooters, like uh, Contra and Sunset yeah. Riders. Like yep. that was kind of the big thing for me for the Super Nintendo, and I didn't, I never kind of considered that until I kind of was what reading these reviews of Streets of Rage and and thinking about the things that I played during that era, and I was like, man, goddamn, that's basically all it was. Mm-hmm. Um. But Streets of Rage is a it's it's a uh, very much an old school traditional beat 'em up. Like if you ever played and loved Final Fight, right? And I'm assuming, and what has been said from everyone, every review I've read, like Streets of Rage Four is like the sequel that that people who played the Final Fight and people who played the other Streets of Rage games, like it's the sequel we've been waiting for. It's not a cheap cash in. It's not. And I kind of, I kind of have to agree with it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I have no connection to the characters. I don't know who any of them are, but man, and it's a lot of just jamming on the fucking X button. Like, right. right. <laughs> like, like beat them up tend to be right. But fuck, if it isn't fun, man, like it's, I, I super love the art style. Mm-hmm. That's what sold me on it. But the, the controls is fluid and, uh, you know, it's, it's not deep, but it kind of is deep mm-hmm. because certain enemies you can, only, they have like, like riot cops will be holding these shields right. and the only way to damage the shields is to use these certain attacks and stuff like that. So it's, it's as mindless as you want it to be, but as deep as you kind of want it to be at the same time, right. depending on which difficulty level you play it on. Right. But it's, it's super fucking, it's super fucking fun. And it's like 20 bucks, 25 bucks, I think. Right. Uh, it's not super long. Uh, I'm I'm over halfway through it already, mm-hmm. but uh, but it's it's definitely a good time if you enjoyed beat 'em ups. You have any nostalgia for those games? Uh, it, it's definitely a, a worthwhile uh, game to check out. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing uh, that I play that I'm playing uh, is something that I've been super addicted to before, um, but I initially held out all on on the switch even though it's a perfect switch game uh because when trials rising came out oh, God. i was like man <laughs> that's a perfect game for the switch 
And uh, I was like, and I didn't know what system to get it on. But when there, I started reading reviews, they were like, well, the Switch doesn't have analog triggers, mm-hmm. which is somewhat important right. for a game like Trials when right. you're feathering, you're feathering it, the accelerator and the brake and stuff like that. Because Trials is, is a, a motor, for people who don't know, uh, is a motocross game where, where you drive a, a dirt bike. And from, then die repeatedly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you start on the left side of the of the the level or the map, and you drive across obstacles to the right side of the map to the end. Uh, but it's it's very physics based. Mm-hmm. You have to depending on the difficulty, and it it ramps. Oh my god! So like, if you're playing on beginner or easy, it, it's perfectly fine to uh, just hold down the accelerator and then have your driver, the the rider of the bike use his body weight to, to shift how the bike lands on ramps and stuff mm-hmm. like, that. um, once you get to medium and then, and then hard and then extreme, it becomes very important how you use the triggers in the game. Mm-hmm. But I read, I, I, it was like on sale for like seven bucks and I read this review. I looked it up cause I was like, is it, is it really that bad? Mm-hmm. Like, I literally, I think Googled is trials rising on Twitch. <laughs> because <laughs> like, like for $7 as much as I love trials and I'll get addicted to trials when yeah. all I well, well you don't want to you don't want to get into it to where you like it when it's easy and then when it right. gets to where you need it you know you need that fine control to then be banging your head against the wall exactly and so I, I googled reviews and like so many articles about is it really that bad and stuff like that and uh, I came across this one sorry I don't have any information oh, about that sorry Google I didn't want to talking to you thank you though <laughs> Um, <laughs> I didn't say, Hey Google. Anyway, uh, I read this review and this guy was like, look, I play trials on everything. Is, is it on switch really that bad? Is it worth getting? And he was like, in short, yes. Like, to be honest, I've, I've cleared, uh, times on tracks on the switch that I've not been able to replicate on the PS4. And I was like, done, sold yep. $7. I'm in. <laughs> So yeah, I've been hopelessly addicted to trials on the Switch as well. So basically, I play my Switch until the battery dies, and mm-hmm. then uh, and then I'll turn on the Xbox. And if if it's not bedtime, I've been playing Red Dead Redemption. Right. Wow. Well, look at you, man. Mm-hmm. You're getting it done. Well, I for me, Destiny. I haven't played Destiny in a week and a half. Wow. So. <laughs> well, for me, with Witcher Three, playing my Switch till the battery dies is about forty-five minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> so Damon so Damon X Machina, I will say I didn't talk about that, but motherfucker, yeah. There's a reason why I only play one or two missions at a time. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is uh this is like is heating my house right now. Um, exactly. Yeah. Um well that's cool. Yeah. Um I uh well I mean I'm still playing Witcher Three on on Switch and um you know, I'd forgotten that, you know, that a lot of this stuff, but uh, you know, kind of this stretch, and this is you know not a spoiler by any stretch of the imagination, but there's a stretch of of mission between when you you finally find Siri, uh, and and you know that that spoiler <laughs> that that reunion I didn't get scene, that far. which uh, is just beautifully shot the way the framing of the the cutscene uh, all the way through the Battle of Kermoran, uh is such a great sequence like that and it's like 45 minutes straight like of stuff you're doing and that whole 
time. It's just so well done, and I'd completely forgotten uh, kind of that, that whole sequence. So it's kind of cool to go back, um, and do that. And I still have so much time left. I think I've got 80 hours in it and that's probably like the halfway mark when you consider all of the places you can go. And then I still have both DLCs. I haven't even finished the main story yet. Um, mm. but I did get, uh, Final Fantasy seven remake and started playing it. And, um, you know, as someone who never played Final Fantasy, I mean, I know stuff about it, like, you know, but... Oh, uh, I didn't realize you never played 7. Yeah, so when I was a PC gamer, I, I actually picked up the port, and then when I found it, you know, because it was a console port, they didn't add the ability to save anywhere. And once mm. I realized, Actually, I don't even think I bought it. I think, like, that was back when, like, you could get demo discs. Like, if you, if you like, subscribe to PC Gamer, they would send yeah. demo discs. And I think I remember like playing it and then realizing you couldn't save anywhere. I was like, fuck that. Like, like I, play, I play on the PC, son. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You can't save anywhere. Like, that's, you know, fuck that. Uh, who's got time for that bullshit? Um, a memory card? What the fuck? Well, it wasn't even that. It was like a, like a memory card would be fine, right? Like when I, you know, if, if it gave you the ability to save places, but it's like it doesn't even give me the ability to save oh, anywhere. Okay. You know, I got to wait until I get to like a checkpoint or something. Like I ain't got time for that bullshit. Because um, I mean, too, at the time, like I was really, you know, I was super into like Baldur's Gate and like all the PC RPGs. So I was, you know, saving anywhere, being able to like fuck around and try different strategies and things like that. Like that was a, you know, kind of a big deal. Um, so I, I never, I never played it. And then, you know, I, you know, I heard this, that, and, you know, about it. Yeah. It's like, that's, that game's like, so like legendary and like, like there's, there's almost no way to have heard some of the story beats. Exactly. Right. And so, so when I started playing the remake, I mean, there's stuff that I, you know, I I kind of read about and they're like, yeah, you know, especially kind of some big changes and stuff. But I mean, for Mm. me, it's like not having that um context i'm you know i'm gonna have to read when i'm done playing the game i'm gonna end up having Mm. to read like okay how is final fantasy 7 remake different but Mm. i mean this game is fucking ridiculous like it's ridiculous i mean i don't know if the original (laughs) was this way too but this dialogue is fucking terrible man yeah these people are (laughs) fucking ridiculous yeah, and then every I, conversation between Tifa and Cloud, I'm like, are you flirting? I can't tell if you're flirting. I don't know who he's supposed to be like. Who am I supposed to ship? Him and Tifa? Him and Aerith? 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 Whatever. Aerith, I, Aerith in Japan. Aerith in the US. But yes. I think it's Aerith in this one. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. I, I was watching you this morning and it was funny because uh, – uh, that's that's the funniest thing about what I've seen of you play this so far because like I've seen a couple of people that I follow on YouTube that were playing it but like I haven't kind of been watching it because I want to play it uh, because I played the fuck out of the, the PS1 one but uh, it, it's hilarious like this morning I watched because I had to work today mm-hmm. so I, I spent two plus hours of my work morning watching you play Final Fantasy this morning so thank you for that you're welcome but uh, but yeah it I, I I hadn't really noticed, but it was hilarious because it's like the visuals are these current gen visuals. Yeah. Gorgeous. Right. But the dialogue is exactly how stupid I remembered it being. Oh, okay. I didn't know if that was like new. Like that was a new modern stupefaction. It's just as bad. It's just as bad as it always was. And like, it's such a weird, 
Like, it's so jarring to have it look this good, but sound just as dumb as I remembered it. Okay. Well, that's interesting, because I was like, God, this is fucking stupid. (laughs) It's Um, really stupid. (laughs) And it'll be interesting to see, because, you know, what I don't have a good understanding of is how much... I mean, it's like a 40-hour game, and I talked about this when I was streaming. Like, I know that, like, in the the original, to get out of Midgar is, like, six hours. Well, they're taking six hours, and that's 40... Yes. You know, that's 40 hours, so it'll be interesting to see kind of what that's like. I mean, right now, I don't feel like stuff is, like, overly padded out. Right, but, but, um, you know, that was another thing I was thinking, too, because I was like, wow, like, everything you were doing today in two and a half hours, I remember being, like, only a few minutes or whatever. Like, it, it, and I know, like, like you said, this part one's 40 hours. It's going to take them until the next decade to finish this story if well, they're going to continue to go on this path. And that that's my – honestly, that's my concern. And, I mean, I rented it, so I don't care. And it's fun to play, and I don't really care about the story enough to where I'm like, if I don't find out what happens at the end, I'm going to be crushed. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I, that's not what's happening to me. Uh, sure. You know, there, there's nothing kind of for me to play right now. It's something for me to play right now. So, you know, I'm good. But, uh, you know, at the same time, I I am kind of sensitive to that because I'm like, well, wait a minute. Like, I actually, if if you're asking me to get invested in these characters and Mm -hmm. what's going on, like, I want to know that it's something that it's going to, you know, happen, Mm -hmm. you know, if not relatively soon, but in a reasonable amount of time. So, you know, you kind of hope that they, they have a plan for for the, for the rest how of the story. long it's going to take yeah. to release it so that we're not waiting for you know like you said a decade or whatever mm, um, right. to be able like to, I, to play. you know i don't i don't know if if the plan kind of was to to take this this particular cuz i think i i don't think it's much of a stretch to say that 7 is probably the most uh i don't i don't know if it's beloved but like the most well known final fantasy of all time uh, and but you know they tend to do one every every year or two years or whatever and yeah. and I I don't know if if the plan was to let this be what Final Fantasy is going forward for the next few years several years yeah or, or what? I, I don't know I mean they it, it it I think it I mean it depends on what you read right like yeah it, it sounds like on the one hand they just kind of were like when as when we got into it we just realized that like. In order to do this, you know, the way it should be done, you know, we kind of needed mm. to to flesh it out more. And so it's not like they're cashing in. They they just really wanted to, you know, kind of do it the way they felt it needed to be. But then at the same time, it's like, isn't this the guy who does like Kingdom Hearts? And man, that those games, that's a bunch of bullshit in those games. Like, I don't want <laughs> this to turn into some fucking weird ass Kingdom Hearts bullshit. The writing's bad enough yeah. as it is. I don't need it to get right. Kingdom Hearts bad. Right, that right. Noise. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Like it's fine. I'm I'm happy playing it. You know, I'm I'm It's I, fun I, to watch. There isn't so. a lot kind of coming out that I'm excited about. Like I I'm having a very hard time getting excited for The Last of Us 2. Like I just don't know if I want that kind of oppressive level of forced yeah. grim darkness in my life. Like I'll play well, so, it. But I don't yeah. know if I I'm not like excited. It seems a weird game to be excited for where it, it just because it just right. seems so unrelenting and yeah, yeah, miserableness, and I'm like, well, the other man, thing we got is like, yeah, now, <laughs> exactly. And I, I played the first one and I liked it, but yeah. it was one of those games where 
uh, I got to it kind of after all the hype about it. Yeah, me too. And I played it, and I was like, it was good. Yep. I love the giraffe, but like yeah. I didn't think it was like. You know, it didn't really knock my socks off. Yeah, the first, you know, 45 minutes to an hour was fucking sad. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it, you know, then it became almost an exercise in tedium, you know, right. when it came to to the actual gameplay and the sneaking around and the, the clickers or whatever they were and all that stuff. And then everything I've seen about part two just looks almost hateful. Like, it's just, exactly. it's just it's mean. Exactly. And then they're like, oh, you know, you kill the dog and the dog. Will, I'm like, I don't want to. Or like, you know, you don't have right. to kill people, but, you know, you we want you to empathize with them. I'm like, well, then why mm. are you putting me in a position? You want me to empathize with them, but you're not going to put me in a position where, you know, these people in Ellie just have a disagreement about something. Like, you're going to put me in a position where they're trying to murder <laughs> her or rape her or do something. And then you want me to what? Empathize with... Mm. with that because i don't i'm not that like it you can't like if you're gonna say like well you don't have to kill anybody and we're trying to empathize then you need to provide people that you actually can empathize with and it's not Mm -hmm. some forced thing where they're absolutely fucking horrible people but it's just supposed to be some moral exercise where they're like well let's put you in this horrible situation that we didn't have to put you in and then let's see if you behave quote unquote correctly and it's like i don't right what the fuck does that have to like you know but yeah when they're just like oh you know well the dog will tug at its master i'm like I, what i don't want to have to do that that sounds awful <clears throat> yeah for, for what like for what purpose so i'm kind of like so uh, like i'll play it i think just for the story because you know the they tell right. good stories but so i'm just i'm really not excited for it and i don't know when i'll play it i mean the reality is the 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 the, the fact that like stuff just isn't kind of coming out i mean it, it will probably be around when it launches although if ghost yeah. of tsushima comes is supposed to be coming out shortly afterwards uh which i don't know if it is anymore or not i don't remember then you know i yeah. mean, I, I might be able to give it some time but i mean i'm not looking forward to it in the same way that like i would be looking forward to ghost of tsushima you know i mean i'm, I'm really mm. looking forward to that game but yeah um, yeah you know I, i'm not looking forward to it in the same way it's, it's almost like 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 i want to i want to play it to see kind of what happens but you know talk about a game like i don't watch people play games on youtube but this is almost like a, mm. the type of game that might get me where i'd be like okay i can just like um queue up a playthrough and then just watch mm, it and yes. not have to be the person yeah, yeah, who yeah, killed yeah. the fucking dog and whatever. Right, right, right. And then find out, like, I was almost tempted when they were like, you know, somebody leaked all the videos. I'm always like, well, what if I go and watch them? Then I right. don't need to play it. And I don't care. <laughs> right. You get all the story beats, but you don't have to go through the shit of hiding behind a car door and waiting for a clicker to go by or like running right. for your life and shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> or right, doing right. something else that's even more heinous than all of that. So. Right, right. Exactly. Right, right. So, but anyway, we'll see. Um, all right. So on the movie side, let's see. So we've been watching a lot of stuff. Uh, we're just we had a conversation prior to um, the show. You know, with my with me moving, you know, my my schedule is kind of up in the air. But um, we we kind of came up with a way that I th- we think we're going to be able to do kind of a an un- have an uninterrupted uh, string of episodes. But we've been watching a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. In 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 the kind of the the idea that you know not really knowing what we'd be talking about when, um, 
but our good buddy Jace, uh, who if you uh, he's got the the final level, uh, or sorry, not final level, uh, level playing field podcast, level playing, yeah, um, yeah. he uh, had watched the latest. So you know, one of the areas in which uh, DC is a absolute far and beyond like light years ahead of, of really beyond any, argument. <laughs> yeah. I mean, light years ahead and yeah, beyond argument, uh, in the, in the comic book movie world is there, they're extremely long and fantastic, uh, uh, um, stretch of animated movies. Um, mm-hmm. I think Marvel tried it at one point and they were really bad. <laughs> so they're like, really one. bad. <laughs> there is one. That I maintain was good. Which one? And, and and you will you will be shocked to hear me say there's something involving in this character was decent. But there was a there was a Wolverine uh, movie that came out that was like two different movies. God, I don't think and I like, saw that. One of them was one of them was like maybe it was Hulk. The only one Hulk one I know is Planet was, Hulk, and that was terrible. Yeah, no, there was one. It was like Hulk versus Thor. And then Hulk versus Wolverine and Hulk versus Thor was garbage, but Hulk versus Wolverine was fucking great Okay, because it got into weapon X and Deadpool was in it, Mm. Uh, but it was really, it was actually really cool. Hmm. And so I said something was really cool. It had Deadpool in it. So that's how good it was. Wow. Wow. Um, but the, the, the DC movies and they go deep man on things they do a bunch of elseworlds mm-hmm. type stuff they do kind of mm-hmm. their own their own stuff and and the thing about the dc m- movies too is they'll do kind of crossovers with you know sometimes actors that are currently playing so like for you know there's a certain line of justice league movies where you know it was um uh shit the guy who does the uh, kevin conroy he does the voice of batman the animated oh, series yeah, yeah. and then um the actor i forget his name who did the voice of superman and and um you know the superman animated series by you know at the same time then they yeah. they had another line of continuity of like you know justice league movies where um um you know the same voice actors did all of all of the characters mm-hmm. um and in this you know of of late ever since Matt Ryan uh voiced Constantine both in the Constantine show and then right. in the Berlanti shows anytime they do a movie um with Constantine uh Matt Ryan voices him and then there's other like they they so they'll they'll bring the same voice actors so like you know Damien is always voiced by the same person I'm trying to remember I'll have to look it up um who does um Batman's voice because he's done um a number uh, Jason wow. Amara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who it is. Yeah. And he he's my favorite. He's my favorite Batman outside of Kevin Conroy for the animated stuff because he does a really fantastic yes. job. Um, yes. But, you know, and then they'll, they'll pepper some kind of Elseworld stuff in there, too. But this one, I don't I haven't read that. I have another Justice League Dark movie, but this was Dark Justice League Dark apocalypse and apocalypse it was, wars yeah it apocalypse wars and it was it was both dark in tone but also there's an actual like justice league dark line of comics right like right it's supposed to be like more magic based and yeah and, yeah uh, and, so this one this one exists only as a justice league dark movie and that constantine is one of the main characters okay constantine uh being like the one of the the driving forces to against apocalypse in this movie is why i think they could count this as justice league dark yeah so because this is 
this is a straight up Justice League movie. Yes. It just so happens that they needed Constantine's help. Yeah. So Jace had mentioned like, man, this shit is wild, and mm. and and so I watch it, and it's it's <laughs> it's fucking wild. Like it's it's uh, no shit. <laughs> I mean, it, it's definitely like you could tell they just were like, hey, we have a bunch of really weird shit. Like, what about Superman, but with kryptonite in his veins, so he can't be Superman, about, or like he has kryptonite. He has the kryptonite tattoo of yeah. his symbol on his chest. <laughs> right, right. Like, like it, or, or like you know, half the Justice League turns into these. Like apocalypse mutates them into these fucked right. up monsters, and and what about if you know John Constantine oh. and King Shark used to date? You know, <laughs> yeah. So I, and I wonder. I don't know if you you, you kind of made the comparison or thought about it the same way, but like like to your point, uh, because basically uh, this movie uh, opens with Earth kind of under siege from mm-hmm. from Dark Side and Apocalypse. And you get the the kind of the the idea that this fight's been going on for a while, and we're not winning, right? And and people are tired, like they're tired of even mm-hmm. trying because yep. Dark Side is is wrecking shit, and uh, uh, but yeah, like I wonder, because you know the whole thing with uh, in the X Men with Apocalypse, the character, not the planet, mm-hmm. uh, when he he turned the original. X-Men into his heralds mm-hmm. and Angel became, Angel Arch- became Archangel. Archangel. Yeah. Yep. And Beast had fur and mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I kind of got a very similar vibe with this once, you know, the Justice League members started to fall and they returned as these like Terminator. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So yep. that's all I could think about was like, oh shit. It's like, like a, like a, uh, dark side, is basically apocalypse. Yeah. Like, and he's turning the justice league into his new X factor, so to speak. Right. Right. But I mean, it's got everything. It's got some suicide squad. It's got, you know, mm-hmm. JLA stuff. It's got, you know, some, some kind of bat family stuff. Um, and it's just kind of bat shit crazy. Like it's all over That's the place. Exactly. Exactly. But it's also like really kind of fun to watch because it is all these like weird out there, you know, it's got stuff with, you know, with Raven and 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 Damien and uh, or, Etrigan. I yeah, fucking Etrigan. Yeah, like Etrigan is just like kind of bored. You know, he's, yeah, he's getting he's drunk. just drunk the whole he's just time, drunk all the time. Yeah, and he's just like whatever. You know, so yeah. yeah, so all these like kind of mystical aspects of um, the DC universe mixed with the kind of the and then King Shark. Like I mean, he's like King Shark is a King Shark. shark. Like, is amazing. <laughs> like all I just thought it was Gail Simone the entire time. Like King Shark is a shark. Like he just says, you know, like imagine like you know, like Groot, where all he says is "I am Groot," and here all he says is right. King "Shark is a shark," and it's fucking hilarious. But then, but then, like one of my favorite parts of the movie happens at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not to give it away, right. but just if you if please watch this because it's fucking incredible. But pay attention to King Shark, and there's yeah. a scene. In the final, the quote unquote final battle, yeah. where just like that was fucking great. Like I laughed out loud, yeah, so hard. But there, and but but you know, not just laughing. There were so so many things that happened in this movie yeah. in the last twenty minutes, where I was like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. shit. Like I just kept saying, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> and there's some flashpoint like, stuff, and so I mean, it's just that you know, it's just that it's like. And and the and that's the thing about these movies is the people who write them and are involved with them, like you know that it's not just something where they kind of read a comic and they're like, Oh, okay, now I get it. Like these people are I mean, they're deep invested mm. in 
you know, decades of, of DC storytelling. So, and they always do a great job. Some of them, you know, are, I mean, I, some of them are not as good as others. Mm. Um, I think the only one I don't have is um, the killing joke because the changes they oh. made for it with Barbara. And I just was like, Nope, not doing yep. it. And that's so the, I didn't know that like yeah. that one I saw in the theater, I think I talked about it. Yep. We did an episode. I think yeah, we about did. It. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was like, man, uh, of of all the stories to fuck up, they had to fuck up my favorite one. Yeah, so that's the only one I don't have, uh, and I have no I intention. It, yeah, I have no but I'll never watch it again. Right, right. Um, so definitely, definitely worth a watch. I think I'm not sure um, if it's on. I don't have the DC service, so I don't know if it's on. I don't know how they. I have it, but like, stuff. I'm not sure if it's on there or not. I don't know if they do that like day and date or not. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, like, uh, the other thing about it, like, um, like you said, just speaking of the cast of, of kind of recurring characters, but like this one and, and I admit that I'm like, I don't kind of keep up with that as well as I should, because like once this was over, like, and, and I was, they were showing the cast. I was like, Jesus Christ, like over and over again, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jerry O'Connell being Superman. Yep, he's been in. He's been he's voiced friend. Superman a bunch of times. This isn't. I never realized that, yep. and that's fucking great. Yep. Uh, I knew. I knew John DiMaggio, but like, who is John DiMaggio in it? He was King Shark and Trigon. Because he's my John DiMaggio is my favorite Aquaman in Batman: Brave yeah, and Bold. Like exactly. he's my favorite. Like that's why I loved. Jason Momoa as Aquaman because to me mm-hmm. like Jason Momoa's Aquaman is a direct line from John DiMaggio's voice work as mm-hmm. Aquaman in Brave and the Bold and it makes right. me laugh every time because it's not this yeah. like people you know he's boastful and you know he's got that right right I, John oh, DiMaggio voice oh my god dude uh uh Brave and the Bold Aquaman is my favorite Aquaman ever. yeah like ever yeah uh but then like uh it, um um, Tice of Farmiga. I don't know. Tessa Farmiga. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She was Raven. Oh, okay. I think she's been Raven before. Uh, Tony Todd was Dark Side. No shit. Which I, I completely missed. Uh, oh. It was pointed out to me that I was stupid for not immediately recognizing that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I watched it with someone else. Right. But I missed it. And wow. then and then I was looking at the cast and I was like, fucking Candyman was Dark Side. Holy shit. Wow. Uh, this thing is star set Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson was mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. I, I feel would was like not fuck. Have, I don't think I, I would have. No, like it. I was blown the fuck away by everybody that made this movie. Huh? And it's like it's such a fun story, and it sucks that we don't get these in comics anymore because Elseworlds, Elseworlds isn't a thing anymore. Yeah. Like everything has to be like tied to an event that costs you seven hundred dollars to get right. every. Part of the story and stuff like that, like this, this. I know they tied it into Flashpoint and and stuff like that. And Flashpoint's kind of been the the scapegoat or like the way to fix things. Yeah, you can write whatever you want as long as you throw the Flash in there at some point. He can run on a fucking treadmill and fix all of it. Right. But like back in the good old days of like taking familiar characters and doing really fucked up shit with them. Right. That's called Elseworlds. Right. And like. Those stories are amazing. Right. And so this very much reminded me of an old school, like Elseworlds story. And I just had a fucking blast with it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely worth, definitely worth watching. 
Um, I mean, and they all are. And I forget what the next one is. I mean, they always do like a preview of the next one, and but I, I can't remember. They do so many of them. Um, but um, okay, so then the next uh, similarly animated. Uh, so I did not know that like animated Mortal Kombat movies were a thing. Uh, but um, I don't think they are. Like this is this is about the this is the only one I know of. Okay, so so they made one called uh, like. What's Scorpion's origin? Origin Scorpion or something like that? Mortal Kombat Legend Scorpion's Revenge. Sure. There you go. That's a, that's a word <laughs> salad if ever there was one. Um, um, and, and the thing is, I mean, it's, I, I was, it was, it's, it, if you kind of are into Mortal Kombat, you know, the, the, the whole thing with, you know, Scorpion and Sub-Zero yeah. and right. know, the fight between the clans and, and whatnot. Um, I, I kind of wanted that. And there's some of that, but then it yeah. just ends up being Mortal Kombat, like the the yeah. the oh well, we're gonna you know we're gonna kind of rehash the first Mortal Kombat, and I'm just like, well, I don't want you know, I don't think that I any, I yeah. you know, I I kind of wanted That's, it to be uh, like a like I I didn't expect it to like be Scorpion being like betrayed by the Lin Kuei, and then Scorpion against the Lin Kuei. And while it pseudo starts that way, yeah, yeah, and then, and then it just goes. And I mean, and there's some stuff with you know all the characters and whatnot, but it just ends up then yeah. being uh, Mortal Kombat, which I was not, mm. I didn't really care that much about, to be perfectly right. honest. Yeah, I don't need an animated series like like if you're gonna do, and it's the same thing with movies, not just animated, but if you're gonna like what I what I'm what I want from these things is kind of uh, fleshing out backstories and telling you know uh, stories that the games don't get to tell, mm-hmm. and uh, that's interesting. Uh, and this wasn't <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean it was fine if you like kind of gore and then you know there's some funny mm. things about. It's you super know, gory, you know. You want to see J- Jax get his arms ripped off, but the, and they do yeah, the yeah. slow like in the games where they do like the X-ray where it's like you know, yeah, 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 or something. Yes. The, you know, I mean that that shit's always kind of cool to see. But but it was like the 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 most interesting thing about this thing, and I didn't realize it again until it was over, was like the cast. Yeah, and it's like Jennifer Carpenter was Sonya Blade, mm-hmm. Joel McHale was Johnny Cage, and I was yep. like, really? Which, well, that fits though, given kind of what what a doofus it does. He but it's, but still, yeah, it's just you know anybody could be a moron. So it's like it was it was like interesting to me, like the people that were attached to this thing, which ended up being like a, like like we thought ultimately a, a disappointment because it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, and then last, but certainly not least, which I appreciate Mitch, you know, watching this movie uh, for me, <laughs> because I'm a huge Vin Diesel fan, even though I don't know if he, Vin Diesel has earned. Uh, <laughs> so let me, let me, before we get into this movie, okay, before we didn't mention it at the top of the show, but as of today's recording, it is Brandon's birthday. That is correct. And and I, you know, uh, I thought, what better way <laughs> to celebrate another trip around the sun for you than for us to to talk about a Vin Diesel superhero movie? Yep. Uh, on the day of our Lord, your thirty uh, second birthday. That's, yeah, that's it. Thirty second. <laughs> that's me. Ripe old age of thirty two. 
Thank God I can finally rent a car. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I don't uh, know anything about Bloodshot. Um, I know mm-hmm. you, you you're you're a fan of the comics. I mean, if I kind of like, he looks to me, you know, like like so many kind of '90s, you know, yes, comic, you yes. know, uh, guys. I mean, if if he's, you know, he could be a Rob Liefeld, you know, absolutely villain ex- or he was, uh, hero, except he's got feet that you can see, and uh, right. he doesn't he doesn't have eight hundred pouches. So, he does, know. and he has a he has a Z formation carved into the side of his hair. Right. Uh, Bloodshot uh, was very much Valiant's Punisher, but also Wolverine, mm-hmm. like mixed into one character. Right. Because he shot everything in the face with these big guns, but if they shot him, then the nano the nanobots healed him. Mm-hmm. So he was he was Punisher with Wolverine's healing factor. Right. And he also just happened to be my favorite Valiant character. Right. See, and Valiant is a I mean, it's just a line I just don't have a lot of, you know, experience with. I don't know if I really mm-hmm. read much of their stuff, if any of them, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Um But it's no surprise to me. This is exactly the type of movie that Vin Diesel would make because I'm sure mm-hmm. he has some deep spiritual connection. Uh, to the character, he 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 wants to be, you know, he he wants to be like like Vin Diesel still wants to make another Last Witch Hunter movie. Like that's that's yeah. like like I've said before, like that I I just I love his I call it his just earnest brand of lunkheadedness. Like like I just yeah. it, it just to me like the perfect Vin Diesel story to me is when he agreed to be in do a cameo in Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift if they would give him the rights to the Riddick character mm. and I, I just remember I mean when I heard that thinking like what was that meeting like like they like they expected <laughs> him to roll up and, and be like play hardball or whatever and, and, and because you know they're making what essentially was supposed to be a straight to video Fast and Furious equal um mm. But they wanted to to tie into it had nobody at the time because we didn't know who Han was, so it didn't tie in in any way whatsoever. So you know, here they figure, all right, well, let's get Vin Diesel to be at the end. Then that way we can call it a Fast and Furious movie. Otherwise, it's just they could have just called it Tokyo Drift and it would nothing to do. Now, for us Fast and Furious fans, we know that that's that set the stage for everything that kind of came after it, uh, for better or for worse. But at the time it that wasn't the case so i can just imagine like them thinking like okay well we're trying to make this a thing you know so like we're gonna have to you know play hardball with him and then he rolls up and is like you know i want the rights to riddick and they're like the rights to who <laughs> he's like you know riddick right. and they're like right. riddick i don't who is riddick and then, riddick you know the guy he can't see he's in pitch black and they'll be like that fucking aliens clone <laughs> oh yeah, man, do your th- what are you going to do with it? He's like, I'm going to make this space opera with fucking Judy Dench as a space ghost and a prison, but it's going to be PG-13. Video games I'm gonna, and toys. Yeah, I'm going to kill someone with a cup. Uh, the, okay, yeah, man, whatever. Just, sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's like he keeps being in these movies that it's like, I think he he wants them to be now that that's you know the triple X movies I think they made a bunch of money, but I mean I think he you know he kind of keeps wanting them to be, you know like a bigger thing than they are. 
um, and and wants them to kind of catch it. Like I always just think of the mem, the meme mem, whatever. Like what's from Mean Girls? And it's like you know, stop trying to make you know X a thing. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah. Well, stop. this is this is very much that because yeah. and it's heartbreaking <laughs> because he was tweeting about this movie using hashtag Valiant Cinematic Universe. Oh God, yeah, like he was. He tweeted this movie was going to make like $500 million or like something like that. Well, it did it come at like, a bad time. I mean, it was, was it? sure to its credit. I, I'm not going to shit. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I know like you're, you expected me to shit on it. I'm not going to. And, and, and based on our text uh, messages about it while I watched it, I 1 million percent understand that you would expect me to shit all over it. Mm. I'm not going to. We'll get into it. I, but I mean, yeah. I I <laughs> I mean I have a hard time separating the art from the artist when it comes to Vin mm. Diesel. I don't know why. I think I, I don't know if it's just residual <laughs> fast and furiousness. Like yeah, I, I, I think for the fast. same reason like we had a conversation kind of on our Discord earlier about like Keanu Reeves, right? Like a lot of people I mean Keanu Reeves seems like a pretty cool guy. But if you he's actually cool, but like you know, he just makes movies that I don't necessarily always connect to or enjoy. But that's not it. He doesn't make good movies. He's made no. good movies right. and he's made very right. successful movies, but he's also made a lot of movies that are just not good. Yep. But because he's Keanu Reeves and he's a He gets see, a pass. He gets yeah. a pass. Like you'll you you may not watch them, but you don't go, wow, Keanu Reeves sucks. Just for mm. me, like Vin Diesel, it's the same thing. Like so many Vin Diesel movies I watch, and I'm like, well, that was not good at all. But I'm not like, well, Vin Diesel sucks. Like I just, I just really Which enjoy his stuff, even if complete it's... opposite of me. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, so, so then this movie comes, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is so stupid. But yet, yeah. there are also parts of it that I thought were super cool. Like, so the idea is that, and this is not. They tell you this in the trailer, so we're not spoiling anything. But he's he's killed on an op. And he gets brought mm. back to life with nanites. And then um, they essentially, you know, keep kind of remixing his memories so that mm-hmm. um, uh, they can use him as their own personal hitman. But but the right. scene so, they, they show when they're like remixing his memories is like if you were to watch like somebody making a, a video game, changing out, okay, hey, I'm going to take this drive. Because presumably they're doing it so that he doesn't go, wait a minute, I've seen this. So they'll... They'll be right. like, okay, I'm going to pull this dresser out, and I'm putting in similar to how, like, if you were to watch like a kind of a documentary of how a game is being made, and somebody's showing how they might change the texture on a piece of furniture, or say, oh, I'm going to take that chair out and replace it with a stool. Like they're like in his brain, essentially like remixing, taking. I'm going to take this piece of furniture out, put this here, change that, change this music. All right, compile, and mm. then like mm. render it like it's a cutscene that then plays back in his head. And some of that stuff, I thought, well, that's actually pretty cool that you would, right. you would take that idea of like a, like an environmental artist the type of work that they would do only apply it towards fucking with someone's head yeah and like and and to that i will say like the basic premise uh, so we, i we talked about this when 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 i when i first turned it on i texted you and and it was like that initial uh that opening sequence where he's like He's like uh, supposed to be human, and I think the movie opens that way, where you think yeah. you're watching kind of his because we all know what happens to him, you yeah. know, based on the on the trailers. And I thought this opening sequence was supposed to be what actually happened. happened. Yeah, 
and because you, uh, I, I know we're kind of gonna spoil some things, but like, it's it's portrayed as if this is the opening of the movie, and I'm like, I'm like, well, so he's just a regular guy, he's a soldier, and like his platoon is dead, but the bad guys are still inside. And then he kicks a grenade through the door and then runs directly in behind the grenade and murders everyone. Yes. And I'm like, okay, so he was already Superman. Like he didn't, he doesn't need nanites, right? Yeah. Right. But then, but then you find out, you know, later that, 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 that wasn't real anyway. Um, yeah, because that's what I text you. I was like, "Good God, man!" Because I know you know how how Vin Diesel kind of has that that thing if he's going to be in a movie where he can't lose a fight, yeah, or him you know, whatever rock. stuff. And yeah. I was like, "Okay." I was like, "If it like I'm, you know, I would almost rather uh, instead of him uh, flash, you know, flashing the room, if he had just started sucking his own dick, like <laughs> right there, like because that's what it is." And I was that's, like, okay, this is so fucking lame. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, the first time that he awakens on that table, you know, with the scientists and stuff, and they're like, oh, well, you died, and uh, you're bringing you back, and and this guy murdered your wife. Here's this fake memory of this this person, and then he goes after him, and it's the guy from uh, uh, Hurricane Heist. Yeah. And he goes into like a meat locker yeah. and they've got Vin Diesel tied to a chair and he's fucking, he's wearing like the outfit that ghost, that, that, that storm shadow wore in the first GI Joe movie, but he's dancing. And I actually the- thought that was funny. And they made that the joke later, where they're like, really the guy dancing in his bathrobe? Like, I mean, and they, they, they really do try to make it seem like if you were trying, that's if you had watched a bunch of action movies and you were that's trying, yeah, that's exactly the thing. Like not to spoil it, but like once you kind of realize that that these scenarios that they're putting uh, Ray into, or Bloodshot into, are these these made up scenarios so that yeah. this guy Pierce yeah. can basically whack his uh, his previous partners slash yeah. competitors in whatever the fuck he's doing, because it's never clear to me what the fuck he's doing. And it's never clear whether or not stuff that happens is supposed to have happened. Like they use nanites to right. just be the major MacGuffin. It makes, like, it makes like, no like, sense. When you, if you remember the, the shit that, that Wolverine could do in the nineties with his healing factor, like remember when he <laughs> died, like, like somebody ripped his heart out and a, and a, and a, and a drop of his blood hit some, Chitauri crystal or something or whatever it was. And and he became like God for a minute. And you're like, what the fuck? Like there was a, there was a a run of Wolverine in the, in the mid to late two thousands that some moron wrote where he literally was melted down (laughs) to an adamantium skeleton. And, and he back. was still alive. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so they do that the with the, with the nanites, where he's he's yeah. all of a sudden doing all this crazy shit with the nanites, and but mm-hmm. yet I'm like, wait a minute, is it, and the way they do it is they're like, he's he's we didn't know he could do that, so I'm like, wait, are you is this right. is this re- like are you in real life now? Like, are you do you really not know he could do this, or That's is this all problem. like a play for him? And you know he can right. do that. Like, I was so confused through. The rules of this movie make no sense. <laughs> Just, I, I've been reading 
comic books about this character since I was in high school. Yeah. And I was still confused because I was like, they take they take certain rules that exist mm-hmm. and, and that's fine, but they ignore other rules and then and then by the end they're they're mimicking the the rules from spawn. Mm-hmm. Like his nanites are gonna run out. And yeah. I was oh God. Yeah, well unless but, we recharge them. And then they introduce the not bloodshot Justice League for no fucking reason. Well, but that seems just- like I mean it kind of made sense because you know like he was like the if if you if you if you take it that he was like the culmination and then these were the first tries so there's the guy who lost his leg That's and he's shitty. got cyber legs and then <laughs> right so there's Flash there's Aqua Girl yeah. like but but they didn't work but they're still there. Yeah, and, and they're, well, they're, they're they're in an advisement capacity. They're 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 essentially to be actors, and every time we wipe this dude's memories, uh, but like there's so many things that are just stupid and make no sense. Oh yeah, and, uh, like it's like okay, uh, he he wakes up and then the Flash, who's the guy with no legs but has magic legs, he was is, in uh, that's um the guy from Outlander. But he's on a treadmill in yeah. a warehouse <laughs> full of nothing but that treadmill that's like in the middle of this warehouse. Mm-hmm. And and Vin Diesel doesn't question that at all. Yeah. And then he's like, you know what? I got to work out. And yeah. it's like, well, why? Because right. you, you're, you already thought you were a superhuman based on what we saw earlier. And now you're learning that you have these regenerative uh, nanites and stuff. Yep. And you're like, no, I got to hit this punching bag. I'd be like, I'm going to go hit the fucking Red Robin. I'm going to murder 16 cheeseburgers because exactly. apparently I can't die. Exactly. I can't. F- I, I'm not going to gain weight. Fuck you. Like, I'm going to Red Robin. Like, yeah. I'm going to the whole menu. And, but he's like, no, I have to go. Uh, I'm not convinced that all you people are on my side, but I got to go hit this punching bag. But also, like, and, if you just because you healed right away, that wouldn't make you strong, right? Like, it was uh, just, you'd hit something and be like, "Ow, fuck!" Right. And it's then like, you heal. It's like, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, for me, I would be so like trepidate. Like, I, I don't know that I would go all in on it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be like, you know what? I'm going to go work out. And then I punch a punching bag and it explodes. And I'm like, you know what I'm going to do next? I'm going to punch this load-bearing pillar. Yeah. I'm going br- to pick up 17 weights because I'm gonna, that's how. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to drop this whole motherfucker on my head and yeah. just see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> That's not that's not what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to very gingerly cut a small part on my forearm. Just to see. I'm not going to be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to lift this semi and drop it on my face. That's not, so, not where we're, so, we're doing. I know we're like, we're running along here. Uh, but, but like I said, uh, I, when I watched it, I hated it. Mm-hmm. I, I hated it based on uh, it being a comic book movie about a character that I, I have read and loved for years. But then I did the unthinkable and I gave it a shadow, a shadow of a doubt. Mm hmm. And I read about the movie. So I'll have to read about it. So so it looks like a movie that probably cost, I don't know, 150 mil. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's Valiant's attempt to make a comic book movie in the year of our Lord 2020, mm-hmm. where 
you know, Marvel is making these epics and, Mm -hmm. you know, to some degree of success or another DC is doing the same thing. Uh, and and studios are throwing so much money at movies. Mm -hmm. So, so think about what you watched when you watched bloodshot. Mm Mm-hmm. This was a forty-five million dollar movie. No shit. Yes. Wow. Uh, they had almost no money. Um, so so things like uh, when he's in the the tunnel mm-hmm. and uh, you know he he breaks the flower truck, uh, which open, I loved. <laughs> so which dumb. Makes was, no sense. No, it was flower, right? Which is dumb as shit. But it was a way for 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 Bloodshot to be white. To be all white, yeah red and stuff like that right and and the fight sequence that happened only in infrared mm-hmm. on a screen instead mm-hmm. of it being on on camera mm-hmm. like they shot somewhere that was not in the united states or canada they shot like somewhere in the middle of fucking nowhere right and uh the reason that you know uh uh when when we met the bloodshot not justice league uh, a lot of that shit looked like it was filmed in somebody's basement. It probably was mm-hmm. like they had $45 million to make what was supposed to be the valiant version of a Marvel movie. Right. And so that completely changed my, like my impression, my, my, like the way I watched this movie mm-hmm. and, you know, knowing just that little bit of information completely changed my my tone for the movie, um, and like I was like, "Fuck yeah, y'all did!" Like, right. good for you, man, because it's not bad, right? It isn't. But when you think about the shortcomings that it has, uh, that that small piece of information completely explains most of it to me, right? Now, at the end of the day, as a fan of the character, did I think they did the character justice? No. Right. Uh, but I knew that, right? I knew that going in because the same thing with, with Toby Hooper. Toby Hooper, fuck me. <laughs> Toby Maguire, Spider-Man, right? And he refuses to wear a mask because you want to see his face for like at least two-thirds of the movie. Uh, Vin Diesel not being white the whole time. I get it. You know right. what I mean? Like that's a thing that wasn't going to happen. But like my hatred of it, like almost completely 180'd once I realized what they accomplished with what they had. Yeah. And, and what they were trying to do, which was to, to take these characters who are almost unknown. Yeah. For being honest, uh, and, and create a cinematic universe for it. This is, this is an amazing first movie for a valiant universe series of films. Right. Right. Yeah. And I mean, and I, I, you know, I, I, for me, it's like, I, I just, again, like I said, I, I just, I like his movies. I know they're dumb, but I have a good time with them. Although I am, I was like, me too. I, the whole time I'm like, wait a minute. So is any, did any of this stuff happen? Like when, when did he start? Like at some point he would have. Right. It's like I said, I, I apologize for it based on the script, uh, based on the, the money, but the script at the same time makes almost no sense. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, they're using Bloodshot to murder off Guy Pierce's former. So it's right. basically Guy Pierce, instead of uh, being the, the guy from Facebook, he he has created this technology for, I guess, military weaponry. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but it's wants just, to murder off all his partners. Yeah. I, I don't. 
but it's just you like you said it's not clear like what where did vin diesel come from like how did right. he get involved in the first place exactly or, because what? the movie what you learn of like essentially is that the movie literally starts with a, a facsimile and that, and that's another thing that i thought was great and i was super bummed they didn't like you mentioned before uh and they didn't kind of they didn't really capitalize on that because it was like uh like i said the guy uh, the hurricane heist guy in the in the white trench coat dancing in a meat locker mm-hmm. they acknowledge how fucking stupid that is right right but right. then the rest of the movie is just as stupid so they right. didn't like <laughs> right <laughs> They they made fun of how bad it was, right. and then continued with a movie just as bad. Right? So, yeah, the reality was just as dumb. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, I, I thought that was one of my favorite things. Like, because right. I stopped texting you, you know, at some point during the movie once I realized they were kind of making fun of how dumb that was. Right. Because I thought the movie was taking itself seriously at that point. Still. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't want to but say like, anything because I was like, well, I don't want to ruin it. Right. But if you're going to poke fun at how dumb that is, then Don't, you should probably do something that's not dumb. To not continue to be that dumb. <laughs> right. Right. And it doesn't. Unfortunately, it doesn't. It has right. it has amazing special effects uh and amazing action sequences and set pieces based on how much money they had. Right. But eh, it just it just misses the mark. Yeah. Yeah. But it is available uh, for home viewing. Uh, <laughs> Rent it for twenty dollars. Exactly. So you can have the you can have the cinema, the bloodshot cinematic experience at home. Actually, at this point, as of recording of this show, like the Blu-ray came out Tuesday, so you can buy it. You yeah, can own it. You can own it. You can watch. I am. I'm absolutely going to buy it. You can watch like, as many times I, as you want, and maybe yeah, you can figure I, it out. I, my shitting on it for 40 plus minutes. I, I absolutely will buy it because I love the character and, uh, I appreciate what they accomplished with what they were given. So, and I hope I genuinely hope it, it leads to more valiant movies. I don't think with the state of the world, the way it is and, and how the movie did, it probably won't. But right. you know, if I get an exo man war movie or a fucking, uh, a, a rye movie, I'm all about it. And maybe you can watch it and tell us what the fuck's going on with it. But, well that'll be nice um all right so uh yeah so that was a full was a full show lots of stuff that you can go and take part in um so as i said before uh schedule is a little bit up in the air but we think we got a plan for not having any uh kind of having uninterrupted shows so you don't have to worry uh about a uh having a monday uh without a uh being able to hear our lovely voices um <laughs> but uh thank you to everybody who uh sent me birthday wishes appreciate it uh thank you to mitch of course for being my my partner my brother from another mother uh, damn right all these years um and thank you for uh for listening uh this has been episode what do we say 96 96 so uh for myself and mitch uh we look forward to spending some more time with you in the next couple weeks so thank you again good night and have a good evening 